This is Wednesday, October 27th, and I'm going to jump straight to our text for today. Colossians 3, 13. Bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Again, Colossians 3.13. Now, as we're continuing to study the book of Colossians, we're working through what are called the reciprocal commands. These are ways that we serve and love each other as we live in community in the body of Christ. No single command here is more difficult than this one. It's the command to forgive a person who has sinned against you. Even a small slight may be difficult to process and overcome. We immediately revise in our hearts the picture we have of this person. The person no longer seems the same. Perhaps we no longer see that the person is safe. We may struggle being in the same room or being around that person. In a sense, when a person sins against us, they come to be in our debt. It is as if they owe us something. We are keeping score, and they must do something to settle that debt, to make up for what they have done. Do you remember the parable that Jesus told about the unmerciful servant? It went like this. A master had a servant that had an immense debt. It was so large that it would be impossible to ever repay. The servant fell on his knees before his master and begged him, saying, Master, be patient with me. Give me more time. Then I'll be able to pay back all that I owe. But the master did more than give his servant extra time. Instead, he forgave the debt entirely and sent that man home. Now this man was on his way home when he ran into another man that owed him a very small amount of money. And he said to this man who was in his debt, Pay me what you owe me now. But the man could not. So the servant refused to show him mercy and had him thrown into debtor's prison. And his master came to hear about it, and he could just not believe it. He said, Really? I forgave all your debts, and you treat this fellow servant in this way? It really was beyond belief that the man had experienced such mercy himself would be unable to show mercy to someone else. So the master had him thrown into prison as well. And here's what Jesus said at the end of his parable. So my heavenly Father will do to all of you if you do not forgive your brother from your heart. Wow! These words of Jesus seem shockingly harsh. But the marvelous thing that Jesus is trying to teach is that mercy begets mercy. In other words, if you really do receive mercy, well, you will come to show mercy. If you truly receive the forgiveness that comes through Jesus, you will be equipped to forgive others when they sin against you. Now, this is what we've been learning in this section of Colossians. The way we treat others flows from our primary relationship with God. He calls us holy and dearly loved, And that we are, beloved of the Father. We rest every day in the forgiveness that Jesus bought at the cross. The blood of Jesus has cleansed us from every sin. 
if we understand the magnitude of sin, how can we not forgive the sins committed against us? Sins not nearly as great as we have been forgiven for by Jesus. Now Jesus put this connection at the heart of the prayer he taught his disciples. He said, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. The two are joined. The forgiveness we receive from God and our ability to forgive those that have sinned against us. But this doesn't seem to explain why Jesus spoke so harshly about unforgiveness at the end of his parable. Why does he do that? Well, here's why. When we refuse to forgive those that have sinned against us, we are minimizing the forgiveness that Jesus secured at the cross. We are denying the depth of our need for grace and all that Jesus has done to secure it. It is as we understand the debt we owe to God, and then we come to see the sins of others against us in their true light. It is then we can forgive. Here's our passage again for today. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you must forgive. Is there a grudge that you have been nourishing? An unforgiveness that you have been harboring? Now would be a good time to return to the cross and to see the mercy of Jesus. All that he has done for you. The extent to which you have been forgiven. Let's pray. Lord, we are indeed debt collectors. We can remember with extraordinary detail how others have hurt us, and we so easily hold on to these debts, expecting payment. Thank you that you have not required us to pay a debt we could not settle. You have forgiven us fully and freely in Christ. Teach us your way of forgiveness and the power of your love to bring healing and life. For we pray in the name of our Savior, Jesus. Amen.